Welcome to the DCC RPG Actual Play Podcast, brought to you by the Iron Tavern and Spellburn. Our cast of characters for this campaign is Baptist, the cannibalistic thief, Nuniklaus, the boom cannon wizard, Jargon, where did he go, halfling, Santh, cleric of Mani, Vixila, the guardian warrior, Gonlex, the warrior who dreams of seafaring journeys, Mephrodis, the corrupted wizard, Bong, the glistening warrior, Aram, the sergeant-at-arms warrior, and Jadawin, the apprentice wizard. So, you have Bong dangling at the end of a rope down the sewer pipe around area 1-6, and he sees those fish-like beast things in the sewer tunnels below. They've got uh, nets, they've got clubs, they've got, uh, looks like maybe some slings or crossbows or something. They've got trout breath. They've got trout breath. It smells very fishy. Bong is trying to estimate their numbers. He, it's hard to see because of the sewer tunnels. More than ten. More than ten. But the sewer water is sort of rushing from the right, out I, the way you guys, you know, out the way you guys normally walk into this place. I yell for whoever's holding the rope to pull me up. And they can easily pull you up. Okay, we close the sewer and fast, you know, lock the, the grate and whatever we have to do, however it was secured. Okay. Uh, and I think Mephrodis wants to cast a spell. Okay. He's going to sit down on the floor and draw a magic circle and summon an Eldritch Hound. Holy crap. And he's going to send it to the tower to fetch the body of Nooney Klaus. <laughs> Santh 2 is going to cast a spell. It takes one turn to cast the spell. Yeah, it's like 10 minutes. Yep. Oh, wow, that's a long, that's a long spell. I'm not taking that long. How, how much time do we estimate before these, these boogers? Well, first of all, can they even get up the grate? How high, a grate, how high in the sewer top is the grate? I think it's like 15, 20 feet. Well, they can't climb that. Something like that. They're little (laughs) wussy fin arms. (laughs) So there's an Eldritch Hound that, for 10 minutes, that shows up in the circle and has a 75% chance to fetch Mini Klaus. Okay. Dead or alive. (laughs) So before you finish casting the spell, you hear rattling at the gate, the sewer grate. About three or four minutes after you start casting, you hear the grate, it's getting rattled. Uh, Mephrodis keeps his concentration. And does it look like it's in, da- in danger of breaking or giving way? Not yet. Pat wants to go check the front door and see what, if anything's coming down the street as well. Okay. Um, you do that as Mephrodis starts casting his spell, and it looks like there's a storm rolling in across the ocean. That's good. Well, that's that's kind of large, tall thunderhead clouds. <laughs> All right. So how many how many men do we have at the temple? Because 
didn't, we've probably still got some people over at the Overlord's Keep, or is the Thieves Guild completely taken over and we have our troops back? Uh, you've probably got some people still over to keep helping, you know, keep things under control. The Guild's trying to get things under control, but they're not quite there yet. There's still some hot spots in the city they're having to concentrate on, trying, trying to get some form of power control over the city, some form of leadership. So, I mean, you probably got your normal complement of acolytes and stuff. And, and, I mean, I don't know how many people, if you would have sent everybody over to the, the Overlord's stronghold or what. Even if you sent everyone, I mean, there's, you know, it's probably down. It's not like it's an attack on the Overlord's stronghold anymore. I'd imagine you were just loaning them guards and, you know, a little bit of muscle at the gates and stuff. <clears throat> so, the overthrow of the city, we're like, what, 36 hours into that? Yeah. Yeah. You guys can hear thunder off in the distance. Storms. No worries. All right. I think we should, uh, I think we should worry a little bit. Um, Santa's going to cast a spell. Okay. Going to cast Blessing, which is not too terribly impressive. Um, he has a plus one bonus to all attack rolls, damage rolls. Basically, all checks for one turn. I'll cast that once I hear them kind of coming up the grate. Yeah, I mean, you hear that. Mephrodis, you know, they get you got Bong pulled back up. You get the grate down. Mephrodis goes off on the side, draws a little circle, starts a spell. And like I said, three or four minutes after that, you start to hear the rattling of the cage. Uh, Dandelion Patrice reports that the, you know, a massive storm front appears to be appearing over the sea. Uh, you can actually hear some of the thunder off, way off in the distance as the cloud heads build. Uh, can I see these things kind of poking their head? I'm a, I oh, mean, yeah, I, I'm, if you're standing in there, you can see these. They've got these fish things, and they're pushing their webbed hands up through and rattling the grate. And, uh, you know, they haven't made exactly progress yet, but they certainly seem like they're intent on trying to enter. We just uh, put some, <clears throat> some virgins there with swords hacking their their fins off whenever they stick their fingers through. Okay. Or something like that. Who's going to do that? Some of our men-at-arms. So they hack at it. It seems to get them to slow down a little bit. They don't seem quite as eager to push up through there. You can still hear lots of splashing down below. Uh, probably moving back and forth underneath that sewer pipe down at the bottom. I and mean, you guys <clears> came in this way many a time, so you're pretty familiar with that sewer pipe in the directions it leads off to and they're, you know, flashing around and stuff down there. Are they speaking at all? Just these guttural, gurgly sounds. They haven't addressed you or in any any language or anything that you recognize. So what else uh, is going on at the front gate when Patrice looked out or whoever looked out? The front gate was, didn't see anything unusual there. The city streets are calm and normal. Uh, just the massive thunderheads that you see off in the distance over the sea. But the front gate itself, there's not like a contingent of anything approaching that way. Dandy like would like to pour some, some oil and light down the, the hole and light it. Okay. Go ahead and just roll like a D4. Okay. So you pour some oil down, it hits some of these creatures and you light it up and this flare flame comes up you hear this screech the horrendous screech you hear like a splash like something maybe fell uh back down into the sewer pit below um 
you, you probably buy yourself a couple minutes before they start poking at these long poles, hammering at the grate. You start to see some of the hinges on the grate start to come a little loose. Mm. I mean, it's still holding pretty tight, but, you know, it's like you take something to ram it over and over and over. It's going to start to sew. Right. Santa's going to make sure that we've got somebody watching the front gates in case something happens up there, like some acolytes, um, to come and get us if there's anything going on. Okay. You going to give him any specifics to watch mm. for? Um, any creatures approaching the temple. Okay. Or if that, you said there was like a storm front moving in? Mm-hmm. Massive set of storm clouds off over the sea, blowing in towards the city. Okay. If, this, if the storm clouds appear, like if something about them changes, if it's just a normal storm, I don't care. But if it starts turning into something else, like it starts raining frogs or some shit. Okay. Uh, I want to know about that. But otherwise, just just watch the temple front, watch the front of the temple and make sure that no one approaches other than, you know, Baptist, if he comes back. Okay. About how far is the storm from the city? It's still off a distance. Um, Could Gonlex estimate how long it would take to make landfall? If Gonlex were to run up, take a look, he'd probably say 45 minutes or so. Oh, okay. Okay. It looks like it's a slow moving storm. It looks like it's just building up over the sea and moving slowly, though the, the thunderheads seem to be growing darker and you know, it's one of those things where often you almost see the torrents of rain coming down uh, way off in the distance, but it's very slow moving. Has the Eldritch Town been dispatched yet? Not quite yet. I'm letting, making sure all, because like I said, it's 10 minutes to cast, so I'm making sure everything gets. Dan, Dandy would like to cast force manipulation on the other side of the grate to sort okay. of put, put a barrier there that they have to work on. Okay. Nice. Okay. Um, great idea. Crap, I wish I had two more points. Um, okay, it's going to be the shield one again, so um, I, I can't add burn afterwards, right? No. You can do luck afterwards, but you can't burn afterwards. Cause you can. Yeah, I would need two luck, and she doesn't have that kind of luck. Um, all right, so yeah, I, I will create basically two shield walls inside there so okay. I don't know it's an AC bonus and it lasts for two dice six rounds okay go ahead and roll your four rounds okay. I'm just trying to buy, buy him more time that's cool uh, and with some of this effort between the oil and the 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 hacking of the men at arms and then the, the other bit Mefford just finally gets his spell off after ten minutes this hound like beast appears um, and you get a chance to tell it what to do. I show it some of Nuni Klaus's effects and tell him where Nuni Klaus is and tell him to bring him back. <laughs> okay. And if it's the same hound that was summoned before, which is probably, I don't know how that works, it would know Nuni Klaus anyway. <clears throat> okay. So the hound goes bounding off. Through the temple upstairs. Do we have a hidden space somewhere in the temple, like a secret door, or somewhere I can I can put the baby? Mm. Maybe that that secret door down by one four A. There's a secret hallway yet there. That might be. Yeah. I know that you can go one one B right there. So. Yeah, I mean, 1-4-A is a little bit. you got the bedroom, there's a curtain. It's not sec- 
secured, but it's you know you got a little bit of a, a secret area there. Uh, yeah, I, that bedroom's got like tapestries hang around it, so that's how it conceals those little passages. I'm also worried about the temple coming down completely, so I don't want to necessarily have her two separated from us. Basically, I want to have her somewhere over maybe here, like one nine area to where to one one a. Just so that if we need to retreat and get her out of there, I can put her somewhere safe and get back or something. Okay. You could probably hand her over Have to one of the hand- Put somebody in charge of her, right? One of yeah. the hand- handmaidens or something. Yeah, there's certainly an acolyte you could put in charge of her. Yeah. Tell them they'll be rewarded handsomely. How long has it been since we've left the tower? Hour or two? Yeah, probably about an hour by now. Okay. Hour and a half. The hound is gone. They continue to beat upon the four shields. About another ten minutes goes by, and they're back to being able to bang on that grate. Okay, Looks so like a lot of it's just mainly making lots of noise and stuff. Um, so the shields are gone. Yeah, it, it took them a while to wear through the shields, but yes, they finally got through the shields, and they're back to banging across the grate. Memphis is going to throw a choking cloud down there. Okay. You said they don't seem like a danger. They don't. We don't think they're getting in. I mean, they've bashed on it enough to weaken the hinges a little bit. So it seems like if they keep going, they'll eventually get in. Um, but you know, it, it certainly seems like it's taking them some time. That grate is pretty pretty thick. Okay, I'll cast it. In Nineteen. A single acidic poisonous cloud appears with a radius of 20 feet centered on a target of the caster's choosing. For 1d4 plus 2 rounds, targets in the cloud suffer a negative 2 penalty to all rolls and take 1 point of damage each round. I'm just going to put it directly below the... Like like the, in the tunnel. Yeah, actually on, like, on top of the water, the sewage or whatever, just the 20-foot radius. And he can direct it up to 50 feet per round, so it's going to last for 1d4 plus 2, is that what I said? Yeah. And that'll be for 5 rounds. They're all taking 1 point of damage for each round. Okay. So the pounding on the grate diminishes a little bit. Uh, you hear a couple splashes in the, the sewer water below, and it grows quiet by the grate. You don't see them... at the sewers the splashing of feet webbed feet you hear it echo up and it fades off in the distance no report from up above no report from up above okay how, how many um, clouds think, continue to build over the sea as it how, creeps closer how many virgins I got left in the temple oh I don't know two or three come on D16 roll yeah that sounds about right D16 virgins? D16. <laughs> D3. D3. You said two or three, so I'm taking three. <laughs> if, you're me, if you're not giving me D16 plus two, then I'm taking three. It's two or three times D16. Oh, okay. Okay. So three. We bought these gallons out the Costco, didn't we? I mean, come on. I know. This is this is crazy. So we've got three left. That's what you're saying, Jeffrey? Yep. Inside the temple. So. All right. I uh, I find God, I don't even know what the hell her name is anymore. <laughs> I got it written down here somewhere. 
Oh yeah, what is Jaden? I think is her name. Jaden. Uh, I find Jaden the abbotess, and I tell her to prepare herself to gird her loins for battle. Um, and then I say some quick rites, and we sacrifice the virgins. All three. All three, Jeffrey. I'm trying to get that disapproval down. That seems like one, two, three to me. <laughs> and I, I mean, I get, I get the acolytes, everybody in the temple, in the main altar room, and and we're we're kind of going going at it. Okay. We're yep. definitely. Only, I mean, the only thing you're really missing is the the full moon that shines down down the thing. But you're able to sacrifice three. How many? How deep in disapproval are you? I had a total of four. You take two of those off. You're back down to one and two. Okay. That was three virgins. No moon. That money. <laughs> Money's real specific. And Bacchus is still over at Ezrin's. Yeah, over at Ezrin's, it? there's talk. There's talk going on. Uh, the clouds are building up, and you know some of the old guys there are saying, it "Looks like a, a real frog strangler is coming." Bacchus is kind of out of it. You better get him over here. You're not going to have anything to do. <laughs> he's going to be sitting. He's going to be sitting there listening. Class is on his way back. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I don't know how we're going to resin, but oh, let's right. take that elder town a while to dig through the rubble. We can roll him still. We got eight hours to roll him. Sam said forty-five minutes. You don't have eight hours to roll him. I thought it was one hour per level. Is that not right? No, one hour. I think it's like one round per level, you I get thought. rounds to try to heal them, and then you get an hour of death. Oh, goodness. Let me check Well, that. maybe you can <laughs> beat him to the deep ones. <laughs> I've, got, I've got anime dead, and I've got it in a scroll form. Hey, I like that. I like that a lot. Maybe we can figure out some way to bring him back as a lich or something. <laughs> Zombie Will we name him Zuni Klaus? Zombie Klaus. Character reaches a dead ally's body within one hour. Okay. Bleeding out is where you get multiple rounds, eight rounds to get a heal spell off to stop the bleeding. So how long has it been? 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Ah. Maybe the hound will be smart when he finds him and just paw him over. <laughs> <laughs> Flip him before you pick him up. Y'all are doing, y'all are handling this fine without me. Jeffrey? <laughs> yes, sir? What type of what type of thing could I do to give myself some some bonuses to, uh, what, 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 what type of thing would Monty really look forward to? Me doing right now to. I, I was going to say apologize to Cthulhu. <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. What, what? What? Is there anything here in the temple that could uh, could help buff me a little bit? Mm, I mean, a lot of Monty's power comes from the full moon, and you know. Is there supposed to be a moon tonight? Bong will convert. He wants to be baptized in the name of Monty or whatever you do. 
That should get rid of one more disapproval. Yeah. There you go. Jump on the sinking ship now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait to the 11th hour to convert. I like it. It's a, it's a deathbed conversion. It's not real, you know. It's not real. It counts, I think. I mean, the sacrifices were a pretty noble attempt. And you sense she's a little less displeased with you, but... Mm. Right, is there still a lot of chaos in the streets, or is that all that the stuff? chaos is calming down. Uh, the the guild's been doing a lot to calm things in uh, certain districts. They're trying to put in a leader of their own choosing in place to rule the city, and then they'll probably try to step back out of it and be behind the scenes again, the Thieves Guild. And they're doing okay. They've got they've got most of the place calming down. It's still a little chaotic, but a little frontier town-like, but not not horrible. Mephrodus has burned down to almost nothing if you're feeling gutsy, Sam. What do you mean you burned down to almost nothing? Five strength, four agility, and five stamina. So what do you what do you mean? Now you want some healing? If you want some restore vitality if, or something? Yeah, if you're up for it. If you're not, that's cool, but with Nuni Klaus gone... Oh, 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 I'm up, sir. <laughs> that's a nat 20. Nat 20 for some of that. It seems like money, money is coming to play. Should take you to a 37, I think, right? 37? You double your crit. master level? On a spell, you get to add your level again, right? Yeah. Well, then that's pretty wonderful. That should max that out. Um... Clear targets a single creature. Oh, wait a second. Um, Woohoo! Full and perfect health. Well, I'm actually thinking about taking the one below that um, because that would cure everyone of all of their ability damage. Um, All of their hit points would be fully restored. Wow. Pretty much everything is restored. Yeah, I'm taking the 32 to 33. I may designate up to 10 targets within 60-foot range, so I tell all my buddies to come around for the special hug. (laughs) Um, And that means everybody's ability score drain, even if it's permanent in nature, and heals all creatures to their full hit point totals. Whether caused by spell burn, monster attack, broken limbs, or other means, the spell restores all points of loss, strength, stam, agility, intelligence, and personality. Awesome. That's one of your permanent personality. Mephrodus is looking better. Man. Does it cure corruption? Mephrodus is cured. It does. It cures it cures everything. So if I have the restoration I, is the only it looks like the only thing it doesn't cure is is luck. It doesn't bring back luck, but it brings back everything else. So Mephrodus' acne cleared up. His tentacle arm goes away. His no, feet your are, tentacle are, arm's still there, and your <laughs> fluid face is still there, and your root, your twiggy head, and oh, but your oh, ability scores are back. You know what, Jeffrey? Though what? I think that's a pretty good sign that I removed the brand from Santh or from uh, Jargon, the Cthulhu brand. It's healed. That scar is healed. <laughs> Probably take a chance of that. Taken off my brother. Wow. Here here at the end, my friend. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) Man, I need another one of those Nat 20 rolls. That was nice. That was nice. (laughs) 
Thank you, Roll20. Jeffrey forgot to put the screw you button on, and <laughs> we made out. Oh, that's okay. Get your 20s in now. Mm-hmm. So, it begins to rain outside. Sort of a heavy, um, heavy rain, borderline downpour. Clouds roll in. Lightning flashes start to light the city. Thunders rolling in. <clears throat> Looks like the storm is settling in. Is it coming from the sea? Yep, coming from the sea. All right, what we need is a boat. We need a boat. Conlex has a boat. We need to get ready to ram something when it comes up. <laughs> nah, I say let it come to us. The only way you can defeat Cthulhu is by ramming him with a boat, right? Where have you heard that before? Isn't that what happens in the story? They ram him with a boat? I think so, yeah. We're not doing it that way. We're going to ram him with a temple. <laughs> That's even better. They would, they would have the same effect, I think. I, I think so. So the streets start to clear. People take shelter from the downpour. Lightning starts to grow in intensity here and there. Rumbles of thunder. Echo about the city. <clears throat> Adams, uh, he's delighted at himself at the moment. I say we should, uh, almost in Thanks, Kelly. <laughs> I need this tweet. What are y'all giggling at? Oh, it's just the. Uh, I purposely do. Did you play us? No. No, it's for Sam. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I purposely didn't put it into the, the chat to not distract, but it's too late. <laughs> uh, <laughs> After the game, listen to it with sound. So, okay, so the storm's coming in. It's settled in, rather. Yep, it's settling in over the city. And we, we don't over here either. You know, it's coming. daytime, it turns, you know, black as night, lightning lights the sky. It's a heavy downpour. It doesn't seem to be letting up. Right, we don't hear anything coming in from the uh, sewer anymore, right? Correct. All last you heard was uh, splashing in the sewer down below, but it seemed to be fading away from the sewer hole there. I wonder if they're looking for another way in. How high is the water rising? Is it like flooding or? Not flooding yet, but I mean it's raining. It's raining good. You've got the street gutters are starting to have, you know have some fast moving water through it. Uh, you know, certain crossroads in the city are starting to get you know a couple inches of water laying in them. Doesn't show any signs of letting up. You never answered me about the moon. Is the moon uh what's what's the cycle of the moon at currently? I'm trying to think. Matt might know better than I do. I used to keep up with this, but... <clears throat> it's a full moon. Yeah, I think it is. It's been about a month since we, since last year when it was a, when it was a full moon. Probably a couple of days away. Um, mm. Is the water level in the sewer rising up? Does anyone want to go look? Yeah, somebody should be down there keeping an eye on the thing anyway. Yeah, we'll, we'll switch sides where we're outside now waiting to see what happens, and we've got somebody down guarding the grate to come up and tell us if something's going on. The water level people, on the sewer is slowly there. rising, but very slow. Not, you know, 
It's a slow rise. It's probably gone up a couple inches. The water's going faster. But they're not hearing any slosh or anything like that. Not right? at the moment, but the water's rushing a little faster now. It's harder <clears> to hear. What is at the bottom of the pit at 1-9 in the central area of the temple? No one knows. Okay. So it's probably like an other dimensional space. And yeah, no one's no. been down there. No, I thought we didn't know. I thought we threw some bodies down there and they hit and we pulled them back up or something. I don't think anything's been pulled back. But several bodies have gone down there. I don't think anything's been pulled back up. Stuff oh, okay. went back in time once. Someone fell down there but then went back in time. Oh, Can't that's right. Yeah, Big Seatlip fell down in there. Someone giving giving a, a listen in there, I don't hear any like fishmen climbing. No. Okay. No, and there, if you, as far as your visible eye can see, you don't see any. All right. Thing working its way up through that pit. Gotcha. <sighs> Let's see. Let's do this, Jeffrey. Let it rip. We see anything coming out of the sea? Don't see anything coming out of the sea yet. Uh, you do feel. Um, a tremendous shaking seems to have come from underneath the temple, and an actual crack develops. A crack? Right here. Small crack. Oh, wait a minute. So so you felt a tremendous, well, almost seemed like an explosion of some sort from down, deep down below the... Uh, so what you're saying is that that overrides the Holy Sanctuary spell cast on the temple? You think something below the temple has shifted, some earth, something like that. All right. Something outside of the temple itself. All right. I think it's time to talk to my boy Malloc. Yep. Good. And we talked about trying to beseech the Carnifex as well. Is Nui Klaus back yet? No. Yeah, old Nui Klaus. He actually defeated Monty's avatar one time, single-handedly. That's pretty good. I know we need that avatar now. Where's that damn moon dragon? (laughs) I ask that. I look up at the sky, and I'm like, Monty, where's that damn moon dragon? (laughs) What's my my feeling from from Monty currently? Am I I in touch? Are we we Gian and Holland, as they like to say? Um... Yeah, you, you you feel like you're doing well with uh, Monty. I mean, well, you just pulled I, off a great... Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, just... Um, good Lord. <clears throat> what do you guys think? Uh, I think the only way, if, if this is Cthulhu himself that's actually coming to the temple that we can win is if we have some inside information on how to stop him. We need some win conditions to make to win. I don't. Otherwise, I think we're just going to be destroyed here. Nah, we can take him. We've got spells. What if he's got spell resistance? <laughs> don't give Jeffrey any ideas. <laughs> I'm sure he's already thought about it. Come on. few minutes later you hear another rumble feels like an explosion of sorts right. and another crack like forms across the couple spots of the temple it's almost like something in the ground below the temple 
something's causing the earth to quake or something like that that's causing these shifts. It's not so much an attack directly on the temple as much as something underneath the temple is shifting. Seth is going to light a torch and throw it down the, the, the hole and see what happens. And Mer- okay. Merfordus is going to consult spirit with Malloc when, when he can. Okay. The torch falls, falls, falls until it disappears into a faint pinpoint of light. Like it doesn't end? Yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe instead of consulting spirit, Mephrys can draw a circle and teleport us somewhere else. Well, we could just go out. I mean, what's the street outside look like? Is it cracking too, or is it just cracking here in the temple? There's this very small cracks in the street. It very much seems to be focused on the temple. In fact, you're not so sure... It, yeah, it's very much focused underneath the temple. I think it's time to pack up and get on up. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get the baby near us. Yeah, yeah I think we might. I think we might need to abandon the temple. Let's see here. We destroyed the tower, so we can't go back there. We had the Overlord um, stronghold. Do we? Yeah. Do we want to go back to the Overlord stronghold and stand on top of that? And I know there was that one landing area that we got up to. Let's get a cheat room. Cthulhu couldn't possibly make it through cheat room. <laughs> oh, Matt, once I once I see things, I've got a plan. I've got some spells planned. We're gonna see how well they go off, but I've got a plan. <clears throat> I just need the I just need the coward to show himself. Has the hound returned yet? Hound has not returned yet. How long has it been? Uh, it's probably been about an hour and a half, two hours since you sent the hound out. Okay. Mm. I don't have time to cast Consult Spirit if we're, if the, we're worried about the temple being structurally sound. Well, I would definitely say that we're worried about the temple being structurally sound. I mean, you haven't seen anything fall. You've just seen these little cracks, you know, six inches, little upheavals, you know. Right, but if you tossed a torch down the sewer and it just kept going, we don't have as much time as we think we do. Well, the torch went down the pit in one nine, right? That's different. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's been some debate on that pit in one nine. How, uh, like, it's supernatural. Uh, Part of me thinks Santa just dive down there and fight Cthulhu like Gandalf fought the Balrog. Yeah, that that should work. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good plan. It, it worked out okay for Gandalf. <laughs> yeah, Dandy is clutch, clutching her necklace. <laughs> <laughs> Holding the baby cluster necklace like I'm out of here in 30 seconds if I see a rock fall. Well, let's let's get out of the temple. I'll, I'll get all the guys. I'll get all the acolytes and the abatus and whatever soldiers we have left. And do we want to march for the Overlord's fortress? Is that where we're going? Yeah, Prospero. He didn't like that idea. He'll stay and go down with the ship. He'll be, <laughs> he'll be Gandalf and ride Cthulhu down into the dark. All right, I'll um. I'm not giving him the fox. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. Need we can. It. We can build a new. We can build a new temple, but I, but I need. I don't know if I can build a new artifact. Um, as we leave, can we swing by the the gaping hole that is the Cthulhuian chapel that Santh destroyed? If you wish. Yeah, I want to swing by there and see what's going on. Okay. So everyone but Prospero is leaving the, the temple? Yeah. Are you okay. guys cool with that? Nobody's talking. 
Santa's all wolf mask and demon armored. He's ready to go. You guys may not have a dog in this fight. It's up to you. Yeah, we're, we're sort of like, uh, yeah. I... This might be a good time not to be Santa's friend anymore. <laughs> have at it, Santa. Enjoy yeah, turn your turn it you know, we we all we all subdue Santa and tie him to a stake and like put a big sign. He's here, Cthulhu. <laughs> Set him on top of the temple. We don't really do that, of course. Okay, so if you guys leave the temple, the wind's starting to pick up, the rain's starting to come more down on slants, lightning, thunder crashing. You can actually hear the waves crashing into the docks uh, over on the dock side. Uh you can hear almost almost hear the sound of splintering wood. I mean, it's like weather-wise, it's getting pretty crazy. You cut your way through the temple district and you find the little cops of trees where the Cthulhu's temple had been. And as you approach, you see it looks like someone's been busy rebuilding to a degree, more cleaning up than rebuilding. It looks like a lot of the debris from the ruined structure from the last earthquake here has been cleaned up. And it looks like someone has been putting steps and stairs that lead down into the rift. And they sort of cut along the edge of the rift. And it looks like the people have taken the temple, and instead of being a structure that was built up and above, that they've sort of moved the temple down into this rift. Uh-huh. Going from this way. Let's, uh-huh. let's go down there and destroy it. So what you're saying is that we need another earthquake. So you can play this um, game, right? The saying looks like the uh, temple is getting rebuilt, and instead of rebuilding up, they've taken advantage of the rift that was caused by Sans earthquake, earthquake, and they've started to carve and chip and build down into the rift. And it's like 24 hours of work, right? Um. Oh no, it's been a long time. Yeah, since it's I'm been a while since it. the. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You guys attacked it when you were looking for six months ago or whatever. Yeah, oh, okay, you were trying yeah. to get the spirit, a, a body, the, a body, body for yep, a body for the. I, I uh, remember. Call. Sorry. So that's what's going on at the Cthulhu District. I think we can come back here and raise hell later. We don't need to disturb it right now. I think we do. It, it would be the, what they least expect. Cthulhu is like wrecking your temple right now. Are you, All right. Let's, I don't. I say an eye for an eye. Maybe we'll encounter like the upper echelon that are pushing these, you know, dark ones or whatever they are, deep ones Maybe further. We can find some way to defeat him too while we're in there. Yeah. So are we are we going in and wrecking shit, or are we like standing outside and wrecking it? What do you guys want to do? Well, I say we go. I would vote we go in and see if we can find somebody that we can like get Baptist to come torture and find out something. All right. Then rest go on the way out. I like it. We'd like to put uh, the baby in a safe house along the way. Somewhere safe, if there's anywhere safe. Take yeah, her I mean, to the opium den. You could drop her off at Ezrin's. That would always work. Mm-hmm. And then we can <laughs> you don't seem to think that's a good idea. I would. Maybe, maybe with us is the safest place. Drop her off at like the nursery at one of these like respectable temples that don't offend. The, are there, yeah, are there the Justicia. I mean, yeah, we we've got a good relationship with the Temple of Justicia. I'm starting to think that the only place is with us. She's pretty powerful though. Get her to like defeat Cthulhu. Yeah, good time for that latent power to arise. And hey, we don't we don't we don't need any false gods. She does an Akira and blows the whole place up. Uh. We still have Leotas Phylactery, correct? Thought so. Okay. We didn't touch it. 
Or we didn't touch it. It's still. I thought the, we didn't. It's I thought the, we'd like handle it with kid gloves. Okay, so we left it in the tower then. I don't know if we left it in the tower, but we didn't like. It's like in a backpack or. <clears throat> I thought somebody touched that thing. We retconned it. But <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Wait, you touched it?" We're like, "Oh no, no, we didn't touch." It. I don't remember to be honest. There were several things we touched or almost touched, but it, was it the phylactery yeah. that we couldn't touch, or was it something else we couldn't touch? It was the gem. He got really excited when we mentioned we touched the gem. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And we so said that we we backtracked a little bit on that, and he graciously let us get away with it. <laughs> I'm such a nice. I tell you. So Prospero is also waiting for Nuni Klaus's body to return. So whenever that happens. Yeah. So we're we're going in the we're going in the temple, right? Uh, that's what it's sounding like. So what are you guys going to do? The temple. Uh, there's only a smattering of workers there at the moment. The range are coming in. Uh, they're. they're um, so there's only a handful of people still at the temple at the moment. All right, that's perfect. Let's go in. So you work your way down the rift a little bit. Looks like they've built about 25, 30 feet down um, into the rift. And they see you approach, and they ask, what do you wish? Uh, Bong grabs the one that says that by the collar and picks him up and says, who's in charge here? I went over there, and he points to this guy with a red sash. Do we recognize him? Yeah, you've seen him before. It's uh, one of the guys that Santa initially recruited. Um, All right, so we're like on the stairs going down into the rift. Yep, there's a set of stairs that follow the wall of one of the rifts, uh, uh, the rift wall. Bong throws that guy off the side. Wait, 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 wait! Don't throw him off. I'm going to sacrifice him. <laughs> okay, Bong hands him to Santa. Santa cuts his throat with Argent Falks and throws him over the side. <laughs> In the name of money. In the name of Monty. You hear a big boom of thunder. I flip off the sky. <laughs> <laughs> so good. you see the one with the red sash, hold his hand up, and... Uh, oh, I cast it. Saying oh, some cast. sort of prayer. No, 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 Jeffrey. Okay. <laughs> he's getting, he's, I'm casting. Okay, quick. I've I got to find a damn spell. Hold on. I got a big spell book now. Mefford has a dispel waiting to. Come on. Yeah. Oh, the cleric can unleash a number of bolts equal to his CL, which would be eight, which must be aimed at a single target, which would be him. Each <laughs> bolt does 1d10 points of damage and requires the victim to make a successful fort save versus a 23. Failure indicates the target is paralyzed for 1d4 rounds and temporarily loses a single point from one of its ability scores. Paralysis and ability score loss from multiple failed oh. saves do stack. Oh. Bumble. So he, Bumble that save. Oh, he's taken 8d10. Oh, man. Damage. We can't question Oops. it. Well, we can consult the spirit. <laughs> I'm not worried. I'm not worried about this guy. This guy's. It's some other guy. He takes 52 points of damage. He's got on to be with class. He's paralyzed for four rounds if he's still alive. He's dead. <laughs> class punches him in the face. Ha ha ha! 
Seth looks at him and says, Bolt from the moon, bitch. Moonbolt. Moonbolt. So you guys hear the wind picking up up above you. Is there anybody else in the temple? Uh, there's a couple of acolytes that have uh, sort of cowering in fear up against the walls, the rift. Yeah, they get the fox to the neck. <laughs> all in all in Monty's name. Okay. Adam just looks so sad. He's like, why? Why this chaos? <laughs> I'm just like, I'm, I'm half out of it, man. It's been a hell of a day. <laughs> this is very logical, I think. I mean, yeah. tit for tat. That works. Yeah. And this, do, no, do what you got to do, man. This, this, isn't, this isn't half as crazy as some of the shit we've done before. None of this no, stuff no. would have happened at all if Cthulhu had just been a stand-up guy. and did That's what right. Did. I'm just waiting for the big guy to show up. That's all I'm waiting on. So I, so I it's like I've, I've made it this far. Stick, stick around to the very end. <laughs> <laughs> I sacrifice all those guys to Monty. Okay. So you decimate the temple yet once again. <laughs> and you hear up above, um, off in the distance, even over the roar of the rain and the wind and everything like that, you hear like buildings collapsing, roofs getting destroyed. Something big is off in the distance. Eyes come up from behind the from under the temple and look. So off the distance where like temple towards the sea. <clears throat> so we're in the wharf area. They're coming up. Mm-hmm. We're across the river though, right? The temple district is across the river, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, I can't remember. I think it is. So it's got a lot of city to destroy. Yeah, it's got, yeah. it's got lots of people to eat before it gets over here. That's right. He might be full. Maybe he gets to us. He's just like, you only worry about it. Just turns around and goes home. <laughs> Takes a cat nap, you know, whatever. So, let me find an image here. We can always go back to Zoom. That's right. We might be doing that. <laughs> so, off in the sea, you see, mm-hmm. coming up off the shore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wait. I give that dude a moonbolt. <laughs> <laughs> I tell the opponent top to go home. Try that one. Yes. That's a nice picture, too. Ooh. That's a really good one. That poor dog and that kid. And that half sucking boat. It's a nice boat. All they have to do is paddle towards him and they'll. But that is wading in there. through the docks off the shore. Seemingly heading towards the temple district. Hmm. And that thing is, that thing looks unreasonable. Can I think reasonably. Can Mifford see it? I mean, if you guys try to get into position, it might be Kelly. What do you say? Um. What's the matter, Kelly? Nothing. It's, uh, so we can, so we can make visual contact with, with, with it. I mean, it's way off in the distance over by the docks, but it looks like it's wading on the shore into the city. All right, Mifford just throws a... I mean, it's pretty tall. The thing stands like 120, 140 feet tall. Mifford just throws a magic missile and see what, to see what happens. That's right. That's right. Let's make magical contact with it. 21. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's going to go wrong with this plan. Complete with sound effects. <laughs> ah... What's 21 get you? It gets me 1d4 plus 2 missiles at 1d6 plus caster level. Barefoot just learned magic missile. Yep, that's what he learned at 8th level. 
It's about time. Now that Nooney Klaus is dead, for sure. Alright, he throws six missiles. So that's going to be 66 plus 48. Jeffrey, while he's configured damage here, how fast is this guy moving? Is he moving in turns or is he moving in rounds? He's moving in rounds. All right, I'm going to start casting. So, so that swarm of missiles goes flying, arcing across the city, lighting up the sky like tracer rounds through this stormy sky, and it takes its claw and just almost like sweeps them away. Okay, so I just heard we don't win. So is that what everybody else heard? No. Is that what he said? It's, uh, it's not over yet. <laughs> it could have been a dramatic description of a magic shield. It could have been. Okay, hold on just a, just a quick second. I'm, I'm pausing. I have paused the controller. Cthulhu is, 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 is frozen in mid-step while I read the spell. How many people do we have with us in the... Uh, in the group? You've got Baptist, Jargon, Sant, Gonlix, Chiefs, Dandelion, Mephrodus, Bong, Priaram, so like nine, ten. Santa's gonna ask, "Who's gonna stand and fight?" <laughs> Silence. Dead. That's sort of funny. That was great. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you hear crickets. That's saying something if it's raining so hard. Yeah. That's how. That's how silent we were. <laughs> it's so silent the rain stopped just so the crickets could pick up. I love it. I what do you think, Sam? I'm going to. I need to know who's going to fight with me. Uh, you got Bong and Mephrodus. Anything's already laid waste to like the docks as it comes upon. I said it was paused. <laughs> I'm just trying to give you a scope of the destruction it's going to cause as it, it walks across the street. is going to take. Uh, no, Ezrin's is still okay. Santa's going to take his folks and um, use it to split. Um, how am I going to do this? I'm going to cut off... Your leg? No, I'm going to cut off a leg. An arm? I'm fix it later. Um, I'm just going to cut myself in several different places. So um, I'm a cutter. Well, I'm burning... I'm, I'm spell burning... I'm spell burning four strength and um, six agility and two stamina and two intelligence. So I got a total spell burn of 14. Okay. And then I'm going to cast with that uh, 14. So that's a total of plus 24. So that's a result of 39, which gives me a blessing result of the permanent thing, which makes um, I am the blessing bestowed to an ongoing enterprise, and in this case, the enterprise is fighting Cthulhu, is permanent as long as it's favored by the cleric's deity until either the completion of the enterprise or its dissolution. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that basically means that while um, any person that joins us to fight Cthulhu gets a plus one bonus to everything, except 
eight people that I designate um, mm. also get a plus eight um, bonus to everything that they do, including myself. So me plus eight others get a plus eight bonus to a permanent plus eight bonus when fighting Cthulhu. <laughs> I like it a um, lot. So obviously, um, Mephiris and Bong, uh, if Dandy and Pat look like they're going to fight, um, my buddy Jargon, he's in. Don Lex is in. Meph and Bong is four. Baptist and Nudie Klaus, even if, if Nudie Klaus ever comes back, would be six. And Dandy and Pat, I can cover everybody. You said Aram is still around? Yeah, he would be. We had a big entourage coming out of that temple. I don't know where they are now. I guess they were. Well, all the main PCs get it anyway. So okay. Sans cast that as he keeps, as, as, as old boy moved forward. What is going on in the city right now? Cthulhu's destroying it. <laughs> I, guess, I guess the chaos has returned. Yeah, chaos has started to return. Where Cthulhu has come onto the shore. I mean, just buildings are getting thwacked aside. He's making sweeps with his arms and clawed arms, and just entire buildings just. It's oh. actively, it's actively destroyed. That is a link. More so. Get this emo. <laughs> He's more so. That did not work. <laughs> That's a big link. I can't even click it. That's the worst part. More so, he uh, seems to be heading inland towards the temple district. So it just seems to be things that are in his way are victim of destruction. Less so, he's it's just lateral damage. Yes. Hey, Je- hey, Jeffrey. Yes, sir. I'm gonna cast another spell. Okay. I would like to cast a spell as well. Okay. So I'm casting Detect Evil, and with you a plus. You're pretty sure he's evil. Oh no no no. Um, <laughs> I meant to get a little bit better roll than that, but um, am I aware if he has intentions to harm me? <laughs> You're pretty sure he has intentions to harm me. All right, that I guess that was my spell for this turn. I got another one cooking though. All right. He keeps on marching. I'm, I'm going to keep casting. Memphis is going to throw another magic missile. Don't forget that. Plus eight. We got a 21, which is the same result as before. <clears throat> uh, only three this time. Thirty-four. So again, the missiles go arcing across the sky. This time he doesn't bother to bat them aside, but they strike and seem relatively ineffective. Okay, I'm expecting he's got some sort of magical aura or shield or something surrounding him. I want to counterspell that. I'm going to spell Duel Cthulhu. Oh, yeah. Well, the spell's already been cast. Said no one ever. While he's doing that, I'm going to start casting my next spell. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and cast. He continues to stride upon the the end of the city. He's probably closed about half the distance by now. All right. Big steps. Come on, big money. He'll probably be there within another 
28. In relation to all evil effects, evil creatures, and anything else unholy to the cleric's faith, the cleric, and all allies within 30 feet, we all receive a plus 3 bonus to saving throws against evil creatures. Enemy attack rolls against us suffer a negative 3 penalty, and damage suffered from evil sources is reduced by 3 points per die from protection from evil. So negative three on the attack? Negative three on attack, negative th- and, and less three points of damage per die. And we all get a plus three to saves versus anything, in addition to our plus eight. Mm. So plus eight everything except saves, and those are at plus 11. Okay. I mean, I think, you know, Sand figures is, it might be time to go all out. Yeah, Mephrodus is going to cast a spell magic and get rid of whatever that shield is that's keeping him from being hurt. Jargon is standing by with luck. 28. He's probably glowing like a battery right now. He's got all kinds of good stuff going on. The caster potentially cancels certain spell effects within 20 feet. Dang. You think if you're within 20 feet, things would be a lot worse right now? (laughs) 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 Yeah, I guess I don't cast that, man, so... I'll just wait till he gets close, and I'll then I'll trip him up. <laughs> okay. All right. So he continues to close this distance. He's probably a hundred yards off, but moving yards. Oh man! All right. Let me know. Let yep. me know when he gets to 120 feet. Mephrodus goes ahead and draws a circle. Mephrodus is drawing a circle. Okay. In the rain with chalk. <laughs> <laughs> You're finding it extremely difficult to draw a circle. Jargon's following him with an umbrella. a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think a private message wasn't so private. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Don't forget, Kelly. You get a plus eight to that check. You're you're uh, you're you're muted, Kelly. Can't hear you. Yeah, you, you look around and, and, and Pat and Danny uh, vaporize out of the... <sighs> I am not dying. All right. All right, fellas, new plan. We got people bugging out on us right here. I, so I think we need to forget Cthulhu and go get those those people. <laughs> <laughs> Mephrodus? Yes. Should I, should I attempt to banish Cthulhu or should I attempt to bind Cthulhu to my will? I'll tell you what, let's do a circle of mages and let's do whichever one you want. I begin casting a spell, Jeffrey. So, so far, you pretty much have Santh, Mephrodis, Bong. I'm not sure what Jargon's up to, but you guys haven't seen Baptist and Patrice, Dandelion, and Abishag are just like gone. We gone. Jargon's not in range to do anything. He's just there for luck. Standing and waiting. Yeah, I mean, he's just kind of in awe that this thing's still coming. <laughs> yeah, Gonlex is, um... Gonlex is starting to back away slowly. <laughs> I think after after Sans casts this next spell, if it doesn't do something good, Jargon's probably going to be rolling. Alright. I mean, a full-on deity here, so... What's that? I mean, this is a full-on deity here, a full-on... Oh. God, so binding I mean. doesn't say anything that's anti-deity. It, it includes other denizens of foreign planes. I believe he falls under that description. Let's just say he has lots of protections. 
The question is, is he just after Sam, or is he pissed That is the too? question, isn't it? Who is he after? He's probably mad at Ball, too, but who isn't mad at Ball? Oh, I won't do here. So he continues closing. All right, I'm just going to I'm gonna try this real quick. <laughs> so I got a 37 on a, on a binding check. Which is the highest level uh, binding I can get? It says the cleric may target any creature of any hit dice or power level and attempt to control that creature for two d six plus caster level days. At wow. the end of the duration, the creature reverts to its own will. Cthulhu needs to make a DC thirty seven will save. And I want to see the stat. If you add like plus thirty seven to this, I want to see what, where where Cthulhu gets a will save of plus thirty seven. It's all on here, man. Uh huh. Somebody screen cap. Hurry, hurry. You fit Cthulhu on one index card? Uh, a couple with some notes out of uh, a Pathfinder book. <laughs> but make a will save yourself as you Shoot. try to go into his mind. Okay. You feel yourself. Can Mefford is counter struggling to retain your own sanity. Yes, Mefford is counter spells. This is more of a natural ability. Uh, that would be a thirty. <laughs> Are you happy with that roll? You roll a twenty-nine. Surely that's right. Oh, that was his save. Okay. Yeah, that that was Cthulhu's save. Am I happy with a thirty? I mean, let it when ride, you say man. it that way, let it ride. When you say it that way, no, let it ride. I'm happy with 30. If this is a DC 30, we'll say that lets us know that I need whatever gibbering mass you turn into, we'll pick okay. you up and if run. A, if a 37 binding check and my will save to control him of 30 doesn't work, y'all need to get the fuck out. Planned <laughs> on it. If this doesn't work, then, then I got one more trick up my sleeve. At least say it ain't scared. <laughs> with it. Amani should be a little bit impressed. I would think so. Amani's just said Amani's a poet, so that doesn't really matter. This is kind of the end of the game, fellas. I kind of for some more solidarity out of this. I know the party's all no. He did. He got solidarity for folks that don't want to fight Cthulhu. I'm going to have to write like a bunch of uh, different story endings. So, like an 80s movie with at the end where they have to tell what, what happened to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, Pat and Dandy and Abigail are at the beach. Five years later, Baptist was found over like to the <laughs> David Lee Roth comes a gynecologist. <laughs> five days, maybe. <laughs> five days later. It's like at the end of a John Hughes movie. <laughs> so what happened to Sam? Jeffy's writing stuff down on his index card real quick. <laughs> <laughs> making shit up. That's how you dungeon master. <laughs> so, Santh doesn't go insane, but his spell does not seem to affect Cthulhu. And Jargon's out. See ya. However, Santh avoids becoming insane from this streaming madness of consciousness that was permeated over him. And so jargon's out yep Pat and Dandy are out Baptist never came back in Nooney Klaus is 
off somewhere. Gone Lex. For a better place. I'm scared of these chaotic fools this long. If he sees Jargon break, he kind of liked Jargon, so he'll probably trot after Jargon. That was Gone Lex? Start talking. Yeah, Gone Lex. He'll probably start jogging behind Jargon and talking about we could go on a sea adventure. I have a ship if it still survives <laughs> in the heart. Jargon's going to point the fact that that thing just came from there. Conway says, maybe we should go to the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> Can you convert it to a hot air balloon? <laughs> I know some gnomes. We could go on a hot air balloon adventure and build an airship. What about falling in bed for this? Uh, they're going to confer with Santh. Huddle. We, we huddle up real quick. You know. <laughs> Santh gets out the gets out the clipboard, and he starts diagramming a play. He's like, "All right, um, Santh, we're with you on this. We'll go down. Deep. We'll go down fighting this son of a bitch. But if you would like to get out of here, we can draw a circle and get out of here real quick." Well, that's not very good. Extra large. Come on now. There we go. That's the that's that's the plan that he draws out on the board. Look at it. Hit the hit zoom. Oh man, we're not. We're gonna be hunting down some people. That's what we're gonna be doing. Hunting down some traitors. (laughs) We're teleporting to Ezrin's. Well, (laughs) if you wanna if you wanna start the teleportation, (laughs) let's 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 get out of here. Uh, let's fight him, man. I mean, how often in the game do you get to fight Cthulhu? All right. I mean, let's at least what? give him a couple rounds. It doesn't. It doesn't take long to convince me. I'm ready. You get to fight Cthulhu once. I've never <laughs> fought Cthulhu before. This is my first time. <laughs> oh man. So he continues to approach. It looks like he's moving towards the temple itself. So did I get any? Oh, he's um, going to the temple. Any indication? Did I get any indication from that uh, spell check that he has like any indication why the spell didn't work? Um. Other than other than cheat room. <laughs> <laughs> Outside the temple is cheat room for Cthulhu. You suspect that even he was too powerful for to be bound by a human spell like that. An amazing human's spell. It was pretty amazing. Mephrodis, and you resisted becoming insane as he gazed at you. Mephrodis is going to summon Malak, Malatok, and the Cinder right now in one round. How are you going to do that? I'm going to like draw a circle and cut myself and call out to them and say, look, here's my soul. Come get it, fellas, and just see what happens. So are you going to, like, invoke patron here? Yeah, I'm invoking patron. <laughs> invoke patrons. Ah, <laughs> uh, I feel like I should dance with the horse that brought me. I'm going to invoke Malatok. I mean, Malok. Malok. Okay. It's been a long time since I've seen that sheet. Do you have it in front of you? I do. Okay. Malak the Creeper. I got plus 16. Mephrodis is going to burn some. Mephrodis is like disfiguring his face. Where'd my pencil go? 
That's right. I'll get another one of them good restore vitalities, baby. We're going to be fine. You and me, we're going to take him down, and then we're going to go find these traitors. We're going to kill everybody. <laughs> Methodist should cut his junk off. <laughs> <laughs> Mephris is going to burn 10, 5 of strength and 5 of stamina. Come on, okay. don't, don't let me down roll 20. Don't roll a 1. Don't roll a 1. 40. Ooh, nice. All right, Malak's ire has been raised and he unleashes his destructive force in a startling display to protect those who call him patron. An earthquake caused by many roots and tendrils erupts all around the spellcaster and his allies. The earthquake focuses on a 400-foot radius area around the caster. Though the caster and his allies are shielded from the effects of the earthquake, outside this protective sphere, all must make a DC-22 reflex saves to avoid falling into deep fissures causing 3d6 damage from the fall. For those that succeed on the reflex save, they must make another one each round until they are outside the area of effect. Once in the fissures, they begin to close and shift, causing 66 crushing damage over the next six rounds. Two successful, not necessarily in a row, DC 18 strength checks are needed to begin escaping the crushing forces of the fissure. For each round in the... I probably just destroyed your temple, Sam. That's all right. We're going to have to build a new one anyway. <laughs> this quake also causes structural damage to any buildings caught in the ferocity of the thrashing roots causing this earthquake. Towers and multi-level structures are likely to sway, possibly collapsing in ruin. Foundations of one-story buildings are sundered, heaving portions of the building up and sinking others below the Earth's surface. So, Cthulhu makes a save, does not fall into the earthquake. However, lots of destruction to the surrounding buildings occurs. They crack and crumble. Uh, part of the temple ziggurat cracks and parts of it fall to the ground. But Cthulhu continues to approach. All right, for my and, second spell, I'm going to invoke Cinder. Okay. I want him to send Cthulhu far away. Ah. <laughs> uh, What happened? Oh, I see. Okay. Come on, let me play. A 24. I think that's the check for 24. He sends Cthulhu far away. That's what, that was the. That was it? I'm writing the table right now. I just call it. Okay, he does not get sent away. Alright, Santa's casting these two spells. Okay. Cthulhu continues to approach the temple itself. First moon bolt. Cleric unleashes a number of bolts equal to a CL, which can be named at multiple targets, which are all named Cthulhu. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bolts cause 1d12 damage and okay. cause the target to temporarily lose 1d2 plus 1 points from a single ability score. Um, he must make a will save or go insane for 1d4 rounds. <laughs> He's like, welcome home. Um, so let me uh, do the 8D12. So that's 50 points of damage if it affects him. Those and are those spell is this? Bolt from the blue. I'm bolt calling it Moonbolt, it. but Got it's it. Bolt yep. from the blue. That's cool. Um, a bolt of divine fire streaks down upon the enemies of the cleric's faith. Okay. Um, did it look like it affected him? It does look like it affects him. 
he has to make a will save on DC 26 or go insane for two rounds. I don't you think that hand, part's going to affect them. You can, can hand-wave that. <laughs> hand that part. But the uh, the damage, it, those bolts seem to strike with divine energy. And maybe he Sweet. <laughs> yeah, maybe he just sits down to tea or something for two rounds. He calms down. Oh, Woo-hoo! I got disapproval. Oh, that was you. Never mind. Cast. I thought that was That was me. Cthulhu. That was me. Long charges. What, what's Monty say with my disapproval of zero? She says, "Fight the good fight, Sant. I got you back." One. What's the one? She says GM loses. That's a tone. <laughs> you do nothing for the next ten minutes. Oh, but if you're in combat, you can wait until the danger is over. That's right. Thank goodness. Long <laughs> charges. Okay. For his deed, he is going to try to trip the mighty Cthulhu. <laughs> I'm going to put his ass on the ground. Right, yeah, Hell yeah, he did. He crit Cthulhu and hit the deed for 38. <laughs> so let's get some damage. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Shouldn't need to roll. Yeah, it's an auto kill, right? Yeah. Yeah. One D eight plus seven <laughs> plus nineteen. Twenty-two damage, and he's tri- and he's tripped, right? He stumbles a bit, but you sir, he's far. I mean, the guy, he's he might go down on like one knee, but all right. Well, he's going down on one knee. Hardly bon- having an effect. He's got these long tentacles and these two claw-like hands. Bong hits him again with a second attack while he's stumbling to break to finish the job. Did you roll your crit table roll? Oh no, I didn't. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. What is my crit table now? D five, D thirty on a table five or something. It is two D twenty on table five. A twenty-three on table five. Oh man, that's got to be good. I hope so. I hope it's an auto kill. Remember, you're adding in your plus eight. Uh, I did for the attack. I didn't for the crit roll. Do I okay. get it for the crit roll too? I don't think so. Okay. It says all. It's pretty much all checks, but I don't think that is it's covered. Strike to skull stuns foe for one d four plus rounds and permanently reduces intelligence by one d twelve. Okay, so roll your rounds. And I make another attack on the foe, so I get three attacks against him. Okay, so... Making Cthulhu dumb, slowly but surely. (laughs) Alright, his intelligence goes down by three, come on. And that's going to last for 1d4 plus 1 for three rounds. Okay. And Bong's going to attack him again. Uh, and he's going to try to finish tripping him. Bong has another crit. Another he crit. he Ooh, missed, the missed the deed. Missed the deed, though. For 35. I'm going to go ahead and roll the crit roll first. Because it might be an auto kill. 21. Godly attack. Inflict an additional 3d12 damage with this strike. If the target dies, move up 10 feet and make another attack with to any creature within 10 feet. Okay, so... The damage is going to be 1d8 plus 3, plus, 7, 15. Plus, plus the 8. Keep the 8 in there. 
So another eight plus eight plus three <laughs> D twelve. Right. And Paul's gonna take him down. Y'all could have a piece of this, but y'all ran off. Thirty-four damage on the attack. Is he he's dead? Now sitting, he's now sitting at 106 damage. Is he dead? How much damage? 106 total so far. In one round. Is that including any uh, crits you got? Yeah, I think that is with the crits. Okay. He's still you up. You crit again the second time? Bong, you got another attack Bong's though, right? Hit him again. You got three attacks? He's down. Bong's going to run up to his face and like just like smash his skull in. I he's know still up. Oh, Okay. Did you roll your crit that, that second time? Yeah, yeah he did. That was the 21. Oh. That's what got him the 3d12 damage. Okay, I'm going to do the same thing again. I'm going to try to finish tripping him with my deed. Come on, more crits. Uh, 29 to hit. And I hit 29 misses. 29 misses. Yep. And that's why I ran away. That's, that's fine. That's cool. Can Methodist <laughs> go now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So are we are we back to the top of the order? I don't know if we have an initiative war. I think we're just like unloading on him and nothing. <laughs> he doesn't seem to be doing anything while we do everything. So, well, because it's been going Mephitis, then we went Santh, and now we went Bong. If he's still far away, I don't know. He might be able to do something to Bong. I mean, he's close to Bong now, obviously. Yeah. He's also stunned for an unknown period of time, though. Oh, that's right. He is stunned. Yeah. Though Bong suspects it's not for as long as he actually rolled, but he does look like he's just, whoa, what's this onslaught coming at me? Well, in that case, Bong will just keep beating the hell out of him. Well, let's let's go back. Let's let's stay in order with Mephrida, Santh, and Bong. Okay. Okay. Mephrida, so go, Ah. Uh, so am I within the, the 20 feet now or whatever? That I need to dispel. Yeah. Yep. Mephitus is going to dispel whatever he has up that's a temporary effect. He has a 26 on his check. That is, the caster potentially cancels certain spell effects within 20 feet. This includes friendly spell effects. I'm not going to cancel friendly. For one round, I'll drop down to 18. The caster potentially cancels the active effects of a single spell with a non-permanent duration. He's going to bring down any kind of magic shield or defense spell that Cthulhu has up. Okay. And then he's going to magic this one. Okay. For 31. Which is 2d6 plus 1 missiles. Which is five missiles that do 1d8 plus caster level. So that's going to be 1d8 plus 40. So I'm rather 5d8 plus 40. For 57 damage to Cthulhu. They, those seem unaffectual. Um, they do not seem to affect them. Dang. Sam? Draw the circle, Mephitis. Draw the circle. We got him. We got him on back. Uh, bolt from the blue. Crit. Uh, crit. It's crit. Hey. So do I get to add damage to that, or you add eight, so you got a forty-six. Okay. Well, it only goes up to thirty-six. Uh, unleash a number of bolts equal to twice his CL. 
which can be named, which can be aimed at multiple targets named Cthulhu. <laughs> um, these bolts cause one d thirty damage and causes the target to permanently lose one d three points from a single ability score. In addition, each target is branded with the symbol of the deity's <laughs> displeasure. <laughs> Such marked individuals are treated as enemies of the cleric's faith and attacked on sight by his followers. In addition, all spell checks against those targets by clerics of the affinity deity enjoy a plus 10 bonus. Only miraculous magics by another powerful cleric or sincere quest on behalf of the offended deity's church. I think that gets me another plus 10 to my rolls, too. That's badass. So I'm going to go ahead and do my um, 16d30. Because that's how many bolts from the blue hit Cthulhu. That's for 240 points. <laughs> and he's branded with a symbol of the moon. Right Which is pretty funny. He is still <laughs> right up. on his fat reptilian skull. He is still um, Okay, well, I got one more spell. But he is branded, so. which is pretty freaking hilarious. I'm going to go ahead and roll my, uh, my next spell check. And that's the maximum result possible again. So he's branded again. Um, I'll let you decide if my additional plus 10 bonus stacks. I'm assuming you'll say no. Correct. But that's another 1D uh, 16. Sorry, 16D 30 uh, damage. And that's a 207 damage. He is still up. Oh, my God. (laughs) Holy cow. I just did 447 damage to Cthulhu, and he's still up. I think you're a min-maxer. Whatever. <laughs> We're going to kill him, Jeffrey. <laughs> All right, how many so hit po- tell us now, how many hit points does he have? Does it, no, 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 I don't want to know. No, Let's I go do want to know. I want to make sure he has hit points. What's that? I want to make sure he actually has a set number of hit points. He does. It's written down on this note card. How, what does it say? He's been subtracting stuff right there. Is he down to thirty? He's down to thirty-four hit points. We can get him. Well, it's Bong's turn. Bong is going to like destroy him. Bong is going to spell burn forty-seven points of. <laughs> Bong is going to spell burn on his D die. Bong is going to knock him down. Bong is going to like try to cripple him. He's going to try to like emasculate Cthulhu. He's going to cut his junk off. <laughs> He has a 34 on the hit roll, a 9 on the D. Does hit. I just love that we play a game where you could do 447 points damage to a single thing in a round. (laughs) 8 plus 4 plus 9 plus 8. Bong does 24 points of damage with that attack. Okay, he is still up. Bong has the bloodlust. He is going to do it again. So these Ds aren't doing anything to Cthulhu. I can't do anything to Cthulhu with a deed. I mean, you make him stumble, but he's just too big. You're just the size differential is just I'm enormous. Freaking, I'm freaking bong clabberer. You are, and you've hit. I mean, a nine on my deed with a nine on the deed with like your throw check, you can throw a rock a mile. Have you read those results? <laughs> I can throw a rock a freaking mile and hit, <laughs> and hit something. I don't see why I couldn't knock Cthulhu down. Cthulhu could throw you for ten. He hadn't yet, though. He's got his ass handed to him, and he's getting more of it. He got a twenty-seven with that attack. That is a miss. No, twenty-four hit. So, oh, sorry. That wasn't. That was your damage. Okay, you're right. (laughs) So, well, nope, no, 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 no. Gonlex jumping in. 
<laughs> I sent a secret message to the GM that said Gonlex was looping around to try to trick Thulu. All right, backstab. Gonlex gets a backstab. Nah, Gonlex is going to get a backstab. He's going to get a dumb stab. Such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's like, I don't do any damage whatsoever with him. Uh, plus 1d10. I'm gonna have to crit just to be able to hit the hit the dude. Uh, 19 doesn't hit. I'm assuming. No, it does not. Okay, he's gonna take his other attack. He's just he's just uh he's just adding fuel to the fire. <laughs> take a 17 doesn't hit either. No. <laughs> mustache just bristle in frustration. <laughs> All right. Continue. <laughs> okay. Uh, Lulu strikes at Bong. Fumble. With a claw. With a fumble. 19 to hit. Barely hits. 19 points of damage. Weak. We can. Rolls another claw. Uh, oops. I rolled the damage wrong. 21 points of damage on that one. Alright. And then his tentacles. Around his tentacles are way up in there. Is he lowering his head down? Slightly, enough to hit you. Well, well, that's enough for Bond to get that uppercut in on the next round, right? (laughs) He'll bring his head back up. No, I won't cold cock him. Give me a chance, Jeffrey. Nineteen points of damage. Nineteen points of damage. Got another tentacle. Thirty-two points of damage. All right, Bond's down now. And then he swings at Gonlix with one more tentacle. It's twenty-three hit Gonlix. Uh, yes, it does. 21 points of damage. Okay. And one last tentacle. Hold on, wait. I don't know my tentacles. One more tentacle. 24. For 15 points of damage, Gonlix. Yep. Okay. And then, uh, he proceeds to begin just, and he makes quick work as he, like, kicks, and part of the ziggurat crumbles, and it seems like he's rather intent on destroying the Temple of the Moon. And it's back around to you guys. Let's, let's finish it off, Mephrodus. Hell yeah. Mephrodus is going... <sighs> Mephrodus is going to invoke Patron. He is going to call on Malatok. And he is going to burn... Four... He's going to burn nine points and call on Malatok for forty-one. Top spell check. Does anybody <laughs> have that? Does anybody have that table still? Uh, let me see. If I have it, I have to dig around. I might have it somewhere here. See, is it on the 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 uh, community? There's no stuff to see. Probably have it here. Google Drive. Oh yeah, it is in Drive. That's way back. (laughs) Malatok herself appears nude, covered in feathers and blood, hovering over the battle, centered above the caster. The caster and all her allies spread black wings and rise above the ground by a few feet. All others must make a DC 25 plus caster's level or begin suffering agony of having their bones break one by one until they lay helpless in heaps. 
This effect spreads around the caster 400 feet in all directions. <laughs> uh, those that pass the DC must make successive DC attempts till they're out of the radius or the caster is dead. The break of bones causes 3d7 plus CL damage and 3 stamina damage each round. Only caster's allies are spared the suffering. All creatures within the radius, so you're going to decimate the city here. Once the caster's foe are defeated, Malatok requires that the hearts of the dead humanoids be eaten entirely. If another member of the group are not willing to aid in the cannibalism, then the caster must do it herself until this ritual is performed. Invoke patron and any other patron-based spell will not be available to the caster. So DC 25 plus your cast. So DC 33? Plus my what? It's DC 25 plus caster's level. Okay, uh, yeah. DC 33. And it's for 400 feet? Yeah. Alright, make any characters in that radius roll it. I don't think there's any characters in the radius that didn't flee. All the ones that fled got pretty far away. 21. Okay, so roll the damage. What was it again? Uh, 3d7 plus caster level. Ah, 15. He is still up. He's got to keep making that roll, though, right? Yeah. It takes stamina damage too, right? Yeah, D three stamina damage. I think is that what it was? D three, three stamina damage each round. Okay, it's you guys, right? Or is it back to me? Bong's down, I guess. Bong's down. Samp, what do you got? Mephrodis has got another action. Okay. He's gonna roll Bong's body. Okay. Oops. You're gonna roll the body or heal him? Because rolling the body means if you screw it up. It's over. Well, then I'll wait on Santa. I'll hold my actions on Santa moves. Well, Santa's, Santa's casting both from the blue. And okay. Then, and then both he, times. And then healing bone. Nah. <laughs> you better, I'm going to tell you, you better heal bone or I'm going to... Now, hold on. I He's still, got eight I, rounds to wait to bleed out. Yeah. And I'm doing 447 points of damage. Around, I think I need to focus on taking out the creature in front of us, at least for another round to see what happens. I think you should heal ball. All right. Well, the, the first bolt from the blue um, does 16. Oh, man, this is hard math to be added my. So if I've got a plus eight to damage, that I need to be. Man, I haven't been adding that. That sucks. I should have been adding that last time. I'm adding it this time. Of course, I didn't put in the right command. That helps. 261 damage from a bolt from the blue on Cthulhu. Cthulhu goes down. Okay. Technically, he also should have taken an additional 256 damage from the last two blasts from Bolt of the Blue. Okay. So these bolts go crashing into him. And he suddenly dissipates into this large cloud of black gas. Everybody that's in the range of it make um, fort saves. I guess that would be Mephrodus. Yeah. Well, forget you Mephrodus, got a Santh, all of you. You got a plus like, 11 on your fort save because of the blessing and the protection from evil. Um, Jeffrey, were you doing your minus three damage per die on those strikes? Meph has a 33. <laughs> uh, Gonlex has a 34. 
and we'll see what Sant has. Sant has 25. Okay, so none of you made it. Yuck, and yuck. From this uh, uh, uh. noxious poisonous gas, you each take 18 points of damage. Minus three per die. Minus three per die. <laughs> awesome. So that's going to drop it down to four points be, uh, of damage. That should only be six points not, of damage. That's not a melee attack. No, it, it, it doesn't say. It says any damage attack. Well, it doesn't matter. He dematerializes anyway. <laughs> I'm keeping my and hit points. <laughs> and Cthulhu disappears. Alright, let's That's get right. let's get bong up. The temple of the moon is partially collapsed. The front steps are like the front half of the temple's collapsed. It's near total ruins. Thanks for listening to the DCC RPG Actual Play Podcast. Please stop by irontavern.com forward slash podcast and tell us what you think.